Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right. We just saw the big green in a special episode that we have not named the variety yet, in which we revisited nineties nostalgic movie that we hadn't seen since it came out. Yeah. And give it a rewatch. See what we think this time. And on the count of three, we'll give our one to ten rating. One, two, three. Five. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so Jill's feeling nostalgic. <laughs> it's more than that. So we're not in the car because we don't want to drive anywhere. All right, get off our back. But um, we did just watch this on the television, so... This is a reaction immediately after watching. Jill, I'm curious what you thought of this movie when you first saw it as a child. Uh, okay, so I was, I just, I did the math and it came out in 95, you yes. said, so I would have been 12, uh-huh. which made me feel a little bit better about myself. I was a little bit worried that I was going to be a lot older when I watched this <laughs> and had all these feelings. Um, but I loved it. I remember really loving it when it came out, being completely smitten with Juan. <laughs> like he he was the most attractive person I'd seen ever in my life. I uh-huh. think at that time, um, I thought he was so smooth. I thought that that time when he like finally comes back and she's like, "Don't ever leave without <laughs> saying goodbye," and he's like. Well, next time I'll just bring you with me. I remember like dying as a 12-year-old thinking that was the most romantic thing <laughs> ever. I think it's hard to resist a sports movie when you're younger too. Sure. And it's and it's funny. Yeah. Or it was to me as a 12-year-old. And I love that song at the end. I believe. I believe. Oh, I, I believe, believe in you. We're on the same key. It's After amazing. After all. <laughs> All that we've been through. Um, so yeah. That's that's why I loved it as a as a twelve year old I would have given it a ten. I uh also saw it around that age, probably eleven and twelve. I think if I didn't see it in the theater, I saw it right when it came out on video. Yeah, same with um, me. I remember pausing or rewinding the moment where one is happy for someone scoring a goal and he like raises his hands in the air and then scratches his head in this kind of confused way <laughs> thinking that was so funny and it is it's really funny 12 year old Dave feels, was right it feels natural it feels like they didn't have any other takes it feels natural, natural in, a, in anything other than a sports movie triumphant moment <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways there's some things that I remember really like I remember Thinking that the uh, the knights and the uh, ninjas were really scary. They are scary. Uh, which is funny to think about now. 
Yes, I also remember them being much scarier than, of course, they were this time around. Right. Yeah, I, I don't have a lot more memories other than just being like, yeah, that was a fun movie that I didn't you know, like, hey, guys, want to watch The Big Green? You know, mm-hmm. that would just be the obvious choice when it had come out. So now uh, on this rewatch, uh, do you hear that? That's the sound of <laughs> Jill uh, losing a bet because she's having to kiss her dog. Or the dog's kissing her. Uh, reference to the end of the movie. Uh, I'm just realizing like no one has seen this recently, so they won't realize that I'm <laughs> referencing no a goat kissing a, a soccer coach. Tell me what you thought about the movie this time. Okay, so I think it holds up. I agree. I think it's extremely topical, mm-hmm. which completely surprised me because, of yeah. course, as a 12-year-old, all that stuff, I'm sure it affected me on a level, but I don't think I was totally aware of the socio-political right. situations of my world at the time. So... Uh oh, now Ruben's trying to work his way up to my mouth. Stop it. This is why we're recording the car, Ruben. Um, what does he find on me? Just Did crumbs. I spill? I'm sure just crumbs. This must sound so gross. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, you're ruining enough, our audio. That's enough, that's enough. Can you lie down, please? <laughs> Yeah, lie down on their laps. It's really, really hot. So, okay. Uh, so, yes, I thought it was very topical with the... Immigration. Immigration, for sure. Um, small town America, factory hard closing, times, yeah. hitting hard times, um, being depressed, um, kind of a whole community having low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. Was, that was something right at the beginning of this I was thinking... This all was way over my head, the stage that they were setting in terms of the economy and what part of the country we were in. Uh, to me, it was just like, oh, yeah, that, that's my town. <laughs> they have a goat, but, you know, it's my town. Right. Um, I wasn't at all thinking about how this place is unique. Um, and that that sense of place, it, it could have been more there, but I definitely got it this time, and so I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, you, like you said, I, I I gave it a five, so I don't I don't think it's great, but it holds up probably as about as good as it did in 1995. I wonder if there was like drama at that time about uh, borders. I'm sure couldn't be as much as there is now. No, but. I don't think so. Because I was thinking a lot of those lines I don't think would fly in a like family preteen movie. family movie now. Yeah, it's too Suit political. Charged, yeah. yeah, but yeah, so it. Just, the, Which is a shame. The detail of there was an opportunity to apply for asylum, but because she wanted to revisit, she want she wanted to go back and visit family. her family. That opportunity was lost, and so she was illegal and got an illegal identity under which she paid taxes. So they they gave a lot of details. Like they, they, really they did. spent time with that. That was just interesting. Again, I, I think that's that's a moment that's for the parents, not the kids. But I don't remember being confused by that. I remember just thinking, like, oh, this seems like a tough situation. Yeah, right. Like, that's not fair. They're making them leave. I yeah. don't know why they are. Right. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I did not have a parent who was dealing with alcoholism. But, boy, if you were a kid that was that age and did, this is a movie that you could watch and absorb, right. you know? I think that's a tricky thing to do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they handled it pretty well. Here are my problems. Oh, David, what did you not like? 
I don't like that there's a class of unmotivated students in geography class, and so she takes the globe out of the globe thingy and just starts turning it into a soccer ball, and then we forget about school pretty much for the rest of the movie. I don't know. It was kind of a lame transition. David! She needed to engage them. They were completely disengaged. And they weren't going to learn because they were passive and disengaged. And so she needed to get them up and active and doing something. So how would they, how how did she think that they'd be engaged by a sport that they didn't know anything about? Well, they were, weren't they? (laughs) That's true with a lot of kids. You have to just show them they're skeptical, but then you get them doing it and they end up having fun. And then they start to build self-confidence, and then they go into their classroom, and they have just bonded on the field, their team, they're working together, they just exercise so they can focus better now, uh-huh. their self-esteem is up, they're going to do better on their tests because they're trying uh-huh. and succeeding at something. I would have liked to see her more of a main character where she's intentionally causing these things to happen. It felt like she was just kind of miracle worker that mm-hmm. didn't even have to try like she just knew the answer to everything um so i would have liked to see her struggling a bit more to motivate the kids instead of just always knowing every answer i think that she was doing the right thing but as a character i found her not very human she's just like as a character she's just a really good teacher and mm. that's not enough to be a character to me can i say something i think is negative no you cannot that goes on top of that sure Thanks. <laughs> um, I really am frustrated that Deputy Dog, Tom the Deputy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom. Steve Gutenberg. Oh, Steve Gutenberg. I am irritated that the script had him kind of take over the coaching. Also, yeah. Like, like she's, why can't she do it? She's the coach. Why is he like strong arming her and doing all the monologues? And the and I think arguably if she had a lot of those monologues, it would make more sense to me. Yeah. Because. She has skills. She has the skills. He doesn't. Right. It would have been fine for him to be there and support. And maybe he eventually gets to the point of saying a, a speech and, right. and has learned to love these kids. But yeah, he's the assistant. And doesn't know what he's doing. Right. So I found that frustrating. And also from a female perspective, I was like, why does the guy have to, like, why does he have to come in and do it? She was doing it. She was doing a great job. There's no reason that he has to come in and do better or like take over the reins of coaching. So that annoyed me. I also was, uh, as I imagine you were, I was not thrilled with Steve Gutenberg street harassing uh, the teacher. Yeah, no. <laughs> and Not that being like supposed to be a cutesy scene. But that's, that's I think, the one thing that is, the, is dated in this movie. Yeah. And similarly, that the end, like the mean guy coach is like, well, coaches usually do a wager at the, at the last game. I'm going to bet you, like, you're a fun looking lady. I'm going to bet you. Oh, did you think kiss. he was, he, you didn't think he was a very nice person? No. But I didn't like that she agreed to it. Uh, he's like, I'll, I see. I'll, I see what you mean. if I win, I get to kiss you. Uh-huh. And she's like, okay. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, not okay. Uh-huh. I don't care what your, like, your end of the wager is of kiss the goat, like whatever. You know that it's definitely likely that you could lose. Why uh-huh. would you ever 
give that as a like reward for a wager right. like not okay so that was another moment of like mm-mm, uh-huh. not cool i thought that the bad guy coach was so good both when i was a kid i was like ah <laughs> oh, i hate him <laughs> and now i'm just like i love him you know because he's terrible uh he just chews up the scenery, scenery and uh you know wields his sword he is <laughs> as, the, as the coach of the knights he's just brandishing a broadsword <laughs> and there's like yeah there's medieval tents in on their sidelines and in a formulaic sports movie you need a, a good bad guy and they, they got one in this one I guess I'm agreeing with you that it's kind of annoying that she's this like blonde beautiful angel from from England who just like swoops in mm-hmm. like really so Juan can't play their star player because of the immigration snafu I wonder if the team will realize that they're not just as good as their star player that they actually can hold their ground against this very good team heck no and no they're getting beaten <laughs> 2-0 which is a sound beating in the game of soccer and then oh phew he's back and can can single-handedly bring the score back up to 2-2. So I find that a little bit strange of what exactly is the lesson here? Like, again, if we're going for yeah, formulaic yeah, yeah. sports movie, which it is. I'm right. not, there, there's no argument for this isn't a sports movie by the numbers. What exactly inspirational message are we supposed to be getting from? Right. You're only as good as your star player. It would have been nice if they had gotten, like, at least one score without right. him. Something to make them realize... And Juan's not even here. Like, you know? we're doing like, well. Give us that, yeah, 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 that yeah. short moment. Like, even if we don't win, right. we're so proud of ourselves for doing this on our own right. without our star player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they try to make up for that with a shootout because it's not just Juan. It's like, yeah. it has to be Juan and four others. Right. But that I agree with you. That doesn't count. This is why I'm, I like it so much. Mm-hmm. And I, you're definitely pulling my score down with your points because they're very good. Oh, yeah. But I think for... For preteen age, it hits excellent mm-hmm. themes and in a really absorbable way for young mm-hmm. kids. And I think tough topics. So I love a movie that can kind of ground a young kid in a way that they can, you know, even if they're not absorbing other, anything other than Juan is really attractive, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's stuff that they're gaining from it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they're they're... The team, you know, it's all about, like, America. It's a very, Mm -hmm. like, pro-America. You know, the teacher in the beginning is like, your country's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, brother. But but what a great, you know, the classroom is like a wonderful little cross-section of America. Mm -hmm. You know, it's totally diverse. Mm -hmm. Girls, guys, big, small, you know. And so um, (laughs) I thought that was well done. Mm Mm-hmm. And a good thing for kids to be seeing. Okay, I cried. When did, where did you cry? When they had the cake for the teacher. Oh, yeah, that was touching. It's a, touching. And this person isn't real kind of way. Oh, David. <laughs> and I also got emotional when all of the parents are running in the mud. Yeah, that scene is interesting. I think it I certainly like could it have been lot. tightened up a bit, but I liked the sentiment. Uh, There's an interesting moment that I definitely didn't catch before where one of the women looks up to the sky and says, thank you, God. Did you catch that? Yep. Do you think it's like... I think she's the principal of the school. Oh, okay. And the mother of the little cat, little kiddo. Oh, okay. 
or grandma. Or, what do you think she's know. thankful for specifically? That the whole that the community is all coming together for the together and happy. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end, she like hugs the teacher and and yeah. is like, "Thank you so much." Yeah. Angel. <laughs> oh wait a second! This is touched by an angel. The soccer <laughs> movie. So yeah, I, I think I would have liked that scene to be cut a little tighter to emphasize that moment because there are just so many slow-mo mud shots that I think it, it drowned out some of the yeah. meaning behind but that. But I was smiling the whole time. Yeah. I think that they just couldn't part with a lot of the stuff they shot. Yeah. Yeah, I think the movie could have been about 20 minutes shorter. That would have made me like it quite well, a bit more. Well, I think what you would have preferred better, let me tell you what you would have liked better. Go for it. Is cut it, cut what is there by 20 minutes and then fill that 20 minutes with scenes of the teacher... Just like binging on drugs. <laughs> no, go what? ahead. Whatever you're going to say. I'm talking about like obvious real person stuff. <laughs> like, oh, she's oh. real because she's terrible. <laughs> no, scenes of her ascending into heaven oh, and yeah. then down again every evening and morning. Yeah. No, scenes of her like getting to know kids more or... Um, mm-hmm struggling more mm. you know going home and being really discouraged or mm. yeah and i'm also annoyed that she had to fall in love with the cop guy mm. i kind of wish that they just didn't kiss at the end of course and it's like who who cares if they develop a relationship or not like a romantic one mm-hmm. they clearly just get along with each other really well and have learned to respect each other we don't need to see them kiss this is the 90s where uh attractive Blonde women are supposed to fall in love with Shelby guys by the end of the 90 minutes. Oh, right. Okay, should we reevaluate our scores? Yes. I will say 5.5. From a 5? Yeah. I will say... David, you're making me want to move it down a lot. <laughs> I don't want to make you do anything. <sighs> I'll say... I'll say uh, I'll say a 6.5 Wow, you did come down quite a bit No, you made me do it <laughs> <laughs> I uh, still love that song I still give that theme song a 10 I believe <laughs> I believe in you Something, after some all. after all. All that we've been through. All that we've been through. And then repeat that ten times. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> was that song like written for this movie? or? Is that... I think so. I've never oh, heard funny. it anywhere else. It, it's a catchy song. It's a catchy song. In a uh, repetitive kind of way. And it's inspirational. Makes me feel like I could go out and slay some nights. Well. Thanks for joining us for this episode of... Couch time nostalgia. No. Because sometimes we won't be on the couch, probably. Uh, 90s were the best. 90s till now. 90s... Mm. Let's let future Dave and Jill talk about this. Okay. I thought maybe I could come up with something at the last minute. <laughs> and it would just be perfect. All right, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.